Hey ladies, I'm Pastor Lachelle. And I'm Brandy Blaine. Welcome to the Girl Talk Podcast. This is a time once a month where we have Christ-centered conversations about various topics. So let's dive into I'm Done With You. So there's a I know, right? So there's a different topic every month that we're going to discuss. And this month is I'm done. I'm just done. I'm done with you. I'm done with this job. I'm done with this family. You know, don't look at me like that. Y'all know you've been at a place when you said you were done. I'm done with you. Who? Come on. Shame did it. Thank you. Thank you. Because you know you said you've been done with some folks. Not that it was right. We're going to get there. But you've been done with some folks. And, um, and sometimes there's people that may not have community, they're done with life. And um, just to talk about a little bit, it's Suicide Prevention Month, that we can't get to the place, especially as believers, to be done. Done with people, done with you know situations, and definitely not done with life. We have too much life to live. Um, we have too many things to do too many souls to be saved to say, I'm done. Um, and to get to, to, to the place of not being done, because I know everybody's been there. Every, if, you ain't, if you say you ain't been there, now you telling the tale. I'm, that's what my grandma used to say, a tale, but it's a lie. You telling a lie if you say you ain't never been done with anyone. And that's just being real. And I think sometimes we have to be real with ourselves so that we know what there is to fix, so that we know that the best me really can't have the attitude of being done. We can't give up on life because when you say I'm done, you're basically saying I'm giving up. And so um, we're going to talk about that and um, a means to that, one of them, a means to not being so totally done is having a heart of forgiveness. We gotta know how to forgive properly. It talks about in Mark, if I, if I don't forgive um, the people that are around me, my, house, my Father in Heaven is not gonna forgive me. So I can't be done with people to the point or with life or even my job. You could be done with one job, but the Bible also says you don't work, you don't eat. So somebody got to work. <laughs> so you're going to be done with that job. Now find another one, you know, get another one. But to help me talk about this, um, this, this, this month is my co-host um, for our Girl Talk podcast is Ms. Brandy Blaine. Welcome her to the stage. And then we have two guests, Alicia Blaine and Miss Melissa Brignoni. Come on up here, guys. Hey, ladies, we are back with Girl Talk, and we're so excited. Are you on? Are you I missed you. I missed you, too. I know. I missed you. Oh, yeah, now okay. you're on. There we go. I missed you. I miss Girl Talk. I miss our little... Um, Couch time, but now we graduated. We've tried, tried to do a little something. Got our girl talk mugs. Y'all see that? And we fancy now. Don't tell them they before we get got started. They wouldn't have thought that though. <laughs> so we have Alicia Blaine and Melissa Brignoni and my co-host Miss Brandy Blaine. Let's get into some conversation about 
really about being done with folk. I, I guess my first pitch to even discuss which is, was to ask, you know, when she says I'm done with you, and, and I think if we're real, she did ask us, and some of us did raise our hand in here, but has there ever been a time where it was that person, that place, that thing, that job, whatever she said, like she said, where you were like, I'm done, I'm done with you, I'm done. And I think when we are able to acknowledge that we were there, because I'm believing God, these are women of God, so they're not there anymore. But to make an acknowledgement that we were there, if we're honest and backtrack, how do we get from, I'm done, I'm done with you. So whoever would like to go first, who had a season, a time where it was, I'm done, I'm done with you. I, I want to say this before, I'm going to get them off the hook, because okay. I would say women of God recently have probably been done. Oh, oh, I was trying to say you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm just being real. Okay. They have been done. But the key is when I'm done, where, how do I recover from being done? So I don't want to say it, it's not cool to be done because I don't think that should be in our heart. But I ain't going to lie and say three weeks ago, I couldn't, a month ago, I didn't think like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much done with you. But the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. So I have to make sure I don't, I'm not suppressing like oh that didn't happen because that's what we like to do as christians too like oh mm -mm, that's not mm -mm. and you steady walk around with that i'm done demon yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so now with that being said you free well why you got to look at me <laughs> that was your cue that was your cue Look, I can go down the list I'm, i was done with all of them <laughs> family check job check people other let's, people let's keep it real Look, I, I've been done with a lot of people. And to be honest, I'm still, I'm working on it. God, I'm working on it. God working on me. Yeah. Still a work in progress, but <laughs> I, I progress. I've, I've had some progress. Recently quit my job. You was done. I was done. <laughs> I, I was done. <laughs> like, done, done. Um, but I'm working on something else. So like you said, just have something in the background. Yeah. I got something working in the background. But I had to leave because it was damaging me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was doing just, it had me doing some unethical things. Oh, just you definitely got to gotta be done. So yeah. I, I had to go. Um, it wasn't selling drugs, but. Oh, no. No, no. I know, no, that no. That was my past life. No, I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> No, no, no. What I'm saying is people think because you got a nine to five or you're sitting over there in corporate America that it, they don't have you doing unethical things. Yeah. That's why I said that. Yeah. So um, I'm glad you said that. And, so, and you can be done. <laughs> this girl is crazy. How about you, Melissa? Well, um, I'm a teacher. Enough said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know how many kids I'd be like, I'm done with you. <laughs> Um, no, but there's been uh, friendships that definitely I've been like, mm-mm, like, I'm done with you. Um, some, uh, I would say that it was healthy to move on from, mm -hmm. so um, it might have been okay to be done with her, um, but uh, I think the way that it went down, it wasn't necessarily healthy, so um, I was... It was just like uh, one of those friends that they kind of like, they want to control everything you do and all that kind of stuff. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, but it took me years to forgive her because she did this whole like drama and stuff like that. And I was, I was done with her. But um, 
but forgiveness did come through. Mm. And I'm divorced, so you know I was done. <laughs> Check that box too. Real talk. Yeah. This it. is real talk. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you got it. There's relationships you got to be done with. You and know. You, you said one thing, Melissa. Sorry to cut no, you no, that's okay. You said one thing that because it was unhealthy. And so I think that's really big of us when you're able to acknowledge, like it's taking away from your peace. It's take, it's not, it's unhealthy. It's giving you even emotional unrest or whatnot to make that acknowledgement of when sometimes we do have to choose to seek the Lord to be able to move a certain direction that we can still maintain our peace and, and maintain who we are as women of God. Yeah. Yeah. That was big. That was huge. How do you can, go? Ahead. Sorry. No. Can I just ask a question? No. Can I be? We supposed to be asking you Can I be done and still, you know, love them from far away, even if it's family? Can I be done with them? Yeah. And I love you, but I'm done. I think that's actually what I was going to say. How do you know when something is unhealthy? And how do you know when to separate and release that person and still love them at a distance. And I say, yes, I think you can. Um, when, when there's backbiting, when there's, um, you're not for, we, we, especially women, we should be for one another. We really should, we should be our biggest cheerleaders. And that's what I want for our women in our church to cheer each other on when we see you doing something, when we see one another doing something, you know, that's amazing or accomplishment, we should be our biggest cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. And so what happens in relationships and backbiting and that kind of things, girlfriends, um, why I don't know, jealousy for whatever reason, um, I think we have to realize when, when you're not for me and I see you're not for me, you probably really not my friend. And so I probably should be able to be, I should, I'm not gonna say probably, I should be able to say, okay, noted. My mom used to say, my grandma used to say this actually. She said, when somebody show you who they are, believe them. And sometimes we give people chances and chances and chances and chances. No, no, that's not. Okay, for the 90th time you done showed me. <laughs> you showed me real good. So I would say yes. Um, but to love them where they are, to forgiveness, forgiveness is key. Um, that, that, that really is. You can't hold and harbor those things in your heart and think you're going to be free mm -hmm. in a relationship. So I think you got to forgive them. Pastor Lachelle challenged us and asked a great question um, on the leadership when we were together. And, and it was to ask, does that person have safe passage through your mind? Because that's. <laughs> Right? Because that's when you know you're really whole and yeah. you've forgiven that person. Now, you can say, oh, I'm done with them. I'm loving them from a distance. But if they don't have safe passage in your mind, then that's when that work comes back to you mm -hmm. in reference to what you need to do to work on forgiving that person. Not for them, but for you. So if they don't have that safe passage, you really didn't bless and release them. You just said, go on. Go on. <laughs> on. on your merry right. way. It's, just, it's like that um, when you was in high school, you had a, that boyfriend. And uh, he was cheating on you. And you won't tear up all his pictures. You're going to tear up all his. If he had a car, if not, you're going to tear his bicycle, his bicycle seat up. Let the air out. Let the air out his tires. Slash them tires. You know what I'm talking about. You, yeah, no. it, 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 you're done. Yeah, I've never been that person. <laughs> 
But I think, again, the key is, like Brandy said, if they don't have safe passage, if when they go, like, think about that person. Think about them. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Think about them. Did they go? I don't want to think about Did them. you? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we get. It's about me. Yeah. It's about yeah. you. So yeah. the key is we have to be our healthiest mm. to help be able to be any kind of help for anybody yeah, else. So think about them. Did they go pack? Did they, mm. without slicing them some? Mm. You mm. may not be at blessing them yet, but did you not slice them up? If you didn't slice them up, we're good. We're going to be happy if they stump a toe or something. Like (laughs) (laughs) She said, can I be happy if they stump their toe? No, that's probably close to slicing them up, you know. Because if they stump their toe and fail, you should. Because nothing in you, be there to pick them up. Be there to pick them up. Yeah, be there to pick them up. (laughs) I, I, I would say that that's like a process and it's a choice. It is. It's, it's a commandment, um, and, but it is a process. I remember um, it was one day, and I was very glad for the pandemic because I had my mask on. Um, my son, my ex-husband, he owns a martial arts school, so my son's like, Mom, I want to go more to classes. I was like, that means I got to see him more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. So, you know, I'm just trying to support my son, so I go to his business, mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I hear the Lord tell me, pray for this place. (laughs) Sin. I was like, uh, what? (laughs) Uh, You got to be talking to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I I kept looking back like, who are you talking to, Lord? But the Lord said, pray for this place. Pray for him. And uh, I I had like this little smirk because he still didn't have a safe passage. Um, but it was a process and I was obedient. Um, and I did that. And I think as we are obedient in those moments, yeah. it's, it's part of that release, that forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it's definitely a process. Wow. That's huge. And you said something, it was more, it, it benefited you more than it could have ever benefited him. And it wasn't even something that the Lord gave you for him. He gave you that word for you. And I think when we acknowledge exactly what you said about being obedient and how the Lord really frees us up, something that he could have never done for you, an Mm -hmm. apology could have never given, Mm -hmm. uh, a letter, a billboard, whatever, to say I'm sorry, never would have been able to free you, free us up like the Lord can when we walk in obedience and do the things that he's called us to do. So that was huge. That was powerful. People people think um, forgiveness is for, like if we forgive somebody, it's um, letting them off the hook. And it's not letting them off the hook. It's not, um, it's not our business what God wants to do with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is my business to take care of me. Because mm. it's about me, right? Yeah. Right. So I have to take care of me. And I have to make sure that if I'm a vessel of the Holy Spirit and he lives in me, I have to make sure that people are safe passage um, that goes through my mind. I have to make sure my heart is to forgive when people do you wrong. Mm. And so, um, although I could be done, Mm. I can't be so done that I don't pray for you. Mm. I have to be obedient Mm -hmm. to what the Father says because he's never said he was done with me. You just think back of all the things you did. Mm. 
Because mm-hmm. see, we, we get saved and we forget. Yeah. Y'all know how y'all forget that what wasn't y'all me did. In the street. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. No, that was you. <laughs> and you forget. And the Father was so gracious to us that He never, ever once said, I'm done with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. He Jesus. never once threw us away. Yeah. He probably said a couple times that you done doing that. Mm-hmm. You done. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> But he never, he always pursued us. Yeah. He always ran after us. And so I think we have to get to the place where I think Melissa said it, to be obedient, yeah. even when our flesh don't want to. I ain't never forgave somebody in my flesh. Oh, I just can't wait to forgive yes. them. I mean, has anybody? <laughs> no. Especially nope. the ones that did you wrong. That never. No, no. Okay, I can't wait. Let's yeah. get to it. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Nope. There took a lot of prayer walks yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot, of reading. <laughs> a lot yeah. of what? A lot of reading. Yeah, a, lot a lot of reading. reading. <laughs> yeah. So if someone is asking, what is, I know there's no exact blueprint. When we talk about forgiveness, someone says, well, what's a practical way? Because I'm never going to forgive them. I never plan to forgive them. What would be the first step? And I know you mentioned even praying for them, but what's something else that maybe worked for you or Pastor Joe, you want to share, at least that worked for you, that freed you up to walk in that forgiveness? Well, I'll go. So I had a everybody all in my business. <laughs> <laughs> don't say no names. Don't yeah, say, don't say no names. No, no, no. I, I have to say a name in order for everyone to understand. My dad. Okay. I had like zero forgiveness for him. And it was just, it wasn't just because abandoning me when I was growing up, mm-hmm. but it was when my son died. Mm-hmm. I was on the phone begging, crying, pleading with my dad to come. I needed my daddy when my baby died. And he decided to take some time off from work to get drunk for bereavement, but you can't come to Florida. And at that time, mm. like when no safe passage yeah. in my mind, none at all. And this was years, mm. years of, I, I never want to talk to you again. I never want to see you again. Mm. And Pastor Tim, only because of Pastor Tim, and prayer and everything else mm-hmm. that I got to a point where I can release you now. Mm-hmm. I can forgive you. And I called him and I told him, mm-hmm. I forgive you. He was like, you forgive me, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. So it, I, it took a little process, I guess, for him, but he called me one day and they said, <laughs> that a drunk man tells no tales. He called me drunk one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tell everything then. Crying, saying how he was sorry for not being there for me. Mm. Crying, saying that he was never a good dad for me, but if I can find it in his heart to forgive him. Mm. And just recently in July, I saw my dad for the first time in 10 years. Wow. Wow. Now, what I will say is on the drive, because I drove from New York to D.C., on the drive there, that anxiety built up yeah. in me and I was like I can't do it mm. I can't do it because I don't know how I'm going to react mm. but to see my dad and to see my dad cry and just hug me and then for him to build a relationship now with my kids mm. who he didn't really know yeah he calls my daughter now every day mm. so it's like I see you God mm. I see you in this because it wasn't just for me yeah. it yeah. was for my children Come on. Yeah. So that was just something that it was a process, yeah. but I'm glad that I went through that process. Yes. So and just think when so we good. when we are not obedient, the father knows best. Mm-hmm. 
That used to be a show. I know y'all don't know that, but that was back in the day. I know you know Miss Carol. That used to be a show. <laughs> but the Father knows best. And so when he says forgive, he, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying it for that person. Yeah. I'm not even saying it because they maybe they deserve it. But I'm saying it because I know what's best. I know the plans that I have for yeah. you. And, and, and they're to give us a hope in the future. And um, I, I always say this, parents do the best job they know how to do. You don't realize it till you be, until you become a parent. You hold your parents to the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. Don't you, the, I, you should have known everything, you should have did everything right, and not anything wrong mm-hmm. until you become a parent. Until <laughs> you're like, oh, wait a minute. Well, you know what I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> I was about, that was the rules for them. And um, I, 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 do, I do. If we ever sat down to find out what our parents went through, mm-hmm. what their stories were, yeah. they, they do the best job that they know how. And sometimes that ain't a good job, mm-hmm. but that's what they knew. Yeah. And so that's huge because that, that, that age group don't come back and say sorry. Mm-hmm. That age group don't come back normally and, and, and say I, did a, I didn't do a good job. Yeah. So that was a blessing for you to be obedient to do that yeah. and not be done, yeah. mm-hmm. but to express, express what you did and yeah. see that full, come full circle. It's amazing. And, and then not only for you, for your children. Yeah. Yes. Because I think a lot of times as children, if we know our parents are hurt by someone, it's, 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 it's not right, but it could be kind of, well, I'm going to carry this too. Mm-hmm. And oh, it, yeah. My and kids do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, but how that even freed them up to be able to love him and now even look forward to those phone calls every day and for him to be an active part in their lives. So the Lord knew like Pastor Shell, it was a trickle down. It wasn't just for you. It was for your children and it even be for his great grandchildren so that that relationship can now be established and rebuilt because the enemy thought, Oh, I got all of them. Well, that's done. Tim was, Tim's writing a book. Of course y'all know father does no more. And he said, um, the enemy is the father of lies. Mm-hmm. And the enemy has been fatherless. And so he wants all of us to be fatherless. But we have the father. Have the father. You know, he, he don't have anybody. So he's trying to um, rate, make havoc with all our relationships, especially with our fathers. Yeah. Especially with our fathers. And so um, because he's fatherless, mm-hmm. he has nobody. He has nothing. So we got to make sure that we listen to the Holy Spirit and take heed and be obedient even when we don't want to. Obedience is easy when it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, when it's easy to forgive yeah. somebody you like, oh, girl, I forgive mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Oh, you, because you nice. Mm-hmm. But how about that one that ain't that lovable? That you know there's some out there. Yeah. There's some unlovable folks, unlovable ones. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the ones that he says, those are the ones I need you to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the ones I really need you to um, forgive and, and be obedient to when I say it's not just for you. Yeah. People are watching. My kids watch me like a hawk. You <laughs> you ain't mad at her? You see what did she, you heard what she said? <laughs> for real? Mom. Now come on, mom. I mean, they be looking. Yeah. Yeah. What you gonna do? Because I'm ready. I, you wanna be froggy? I can jump yeah, with you. I'm ready. I got That's a few of them that mom. will jump with yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about them too. Yeah. And they're watching. Yeah to see 
what kind of examples we're going to be. So not that we get it right all the time, mm -hmm. but we need to try to be the best examples we can for him so that we can be an example for them. And I know that we're all mothers up here. And like you said, our children are watching, but also I just think it's so important to remember that the people around us who know that we're believers, who know that we're seeking the Lord, who know that we're going to church, they're watching too. And um, I love sharing the story with a coworker and, it was someone that we knew had said some things about me. And, and when the teacher came to my office, um, that coworker, she kind of went to the door because she just knew I was going to just give her what she deserved. And um, I didn't, I won that day. I don't win every day. <laughs> I, I won that day. And so even in that, even in that, even in winning that day, after it was such a great opportunity to minister, because I said she knew what she deserved. She knew what she deserved, but I knew what I deserved. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so not only our children, those around us, those who even the Lord is going to send to us, we have to be mindful that they are watching. And ultimately, it benefits everyone around us to walk in obedience, mm -hmm. to, to forgive and to and to live a life that's reflecting of what the Lord gives us every day. And like Pastor Shell said, it's like if we forget for one second what we deserve, we'll never forgive anyone. But when we remember every day we get up and, and we try to die to flesh, die to self, and be grateful for what the Lord has already done, it becomes so much easier to give that same forgiveness to someone else. So you said something, too, and just to piggyback, jump back to what you said even about when Andres asked to go and he wanted to go again. You could have easily been that mom to say, well, I, we ain't going tomorrow, and that's, you know, you're going to go one day a week. That's all I'm doing. But even how the Lord used him to draw you closer to the Lord, because he knows our heart and our heart are our babies, right? For any of us up here, it's, if, if it's, it's my child's attached, okay, I'm, you have my full attention. And I'm just grateful for how the Lord even used him to put you in a place where you could hear from him and know it had to be from the Lord. Could, nobody else could have told you. Pray for him. Pray for this place. Pray. That only could have been for the Lord. And I'm just grateful for how he chooses to love us like that, that he chooses to speak in a way that only we could hear and know it's only from him. Yeah, and, and like you all said, it's about, like, you know, showing that example to mm -hmm. the kids and those around us. I um, I didn't always have a safe passage. Yeah, I remember talking to Pastor Charles and be like, I still want to punch him in the face. Hey, see <laughs> I see the blood <laughs> oozing down his nose. I have to confess, I have counseled people to hit people before, but I did go back and say, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just, but I can't. Okay. <laughs> that was early on in my, in my ministry. <laughs> She's been redeemed um, since then. But, you know, in, in the process, this just, it was a lot of li little things. Yeah. Um, it was, um, yeah, getting the word and praying, but I remember... Um, when we ne whenever you and Pastor Tim did the forums up here, I remember an illustration you gave, Pastor Lachelle. You said, um, like, if I have my purse here and you come and steal from my purse, right, um, I'm, I, I might forgive you, but I might not leave my purse here again. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to leave my purse again. I forgive you. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a difference between, you know, a lot of times it's also like understanding what forgiveness is. Forgiveness mm -hmm. doesn't give a free pass to yes. that person. Mm -hmm. um, there is a thing called boundaries and that is completely healthy yeah. Yeah. To, to have because yeah. we need to walk in who God has called us to walk. So if 
we don't have those boundaries, we're gonna end up in that same, like, getting beat up by that yeah. same person, you know? Not necessarily physically, yeah. but, um, you know, so it's important to have those boundaries. Yeah. So, but and definitely the Lord used Andres um, because it, it's, it was part of motivating me to, you know, walk in that obedience because I wanted to be an example for him. Yes. And for my friends, I got called all kinds of names that I can't say here <laughs> because I was soft. Oh, oh, I yeah, was, stay there. Yeah. yeah, I was soft. I, why, why are you going to his business and mm -hmm. tear it up? Like, okay. why can't, why you need to take all his money and blah, blah. I'm like, well, they're going to bail you out of jail. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not now one was going to be right, there. Right. Who got the bail money? <laughs> so for me, it, that was important to walk in obedience wow. because I, I'm light. I need a. I need to show them the light of Christ. Yes. Yes. Um, so if I'm up here, like, let's go, like, let's do this or, or whatnot. And a lot of times, even family members, yes. you're so soft. I'm like, what's so soft? I think it's pretty strong to walk in come love on. and that's, grace. Come, on. Come yeah. on. I think that's the strongest thing you can do. Come on. Yeah. Um, so I have yeah. to say, Melissa, because I've walked with you through that. I know other people in here have too. But to see the transformation mm -hmm. of the woman of God that you are now. Praise and, God. <laughs> and I know it wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. I know it wasn't easy. But to see you obey when you didn't want to obey, mm -hmm. to see you forgive when you necessarily, not necessarily wanted to forgive, I see the transformation in you. Mm -hmm. You may not see it, mm -hmm. but I see other people see it as you walk out the obedience that God has called you to, to walk in. And so, and your son will see it, yeah. and people yeah. will see it. People yeah. will come back and say, wow, that was strength. Because it, I, again, it's easy when it's, it, it's, it's the sun is shining, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But let the rain come. Now yeah. he said, now how are you gonna walk? Yeah. How are you gonna trust me? Right. Trust me. Yeah. So I, I have seen the transformation. Going through difficult times um, is not easy. It's very, very hard to go through difficult times mm -hmm. and especially we talk about forgiveness and being done. But I wanna ask you, Lisa, your difficult time, you talked about a little bit losing your baby. Mm. What, what were you done with? I was done with life. Mm. I was done with God. Yeah. I was done with people. That is still something that I still deal with today. I can't lie and say that I, it's just something that has I've been totally delivered from. It's something that daily I have to struggle with especially this time of year. Yeah. Because this time of year is when he, I found out he was sick in September and everything just kind of went fast from there. And during the time that he was sick, the first time he was sick, um, I promised God, God, I give you my life mm, if you wow. save my baby. Mm. And when the doctors came and told me that he had six months to live, that was all, I'll give you my life if you save my baby. Mm. And he did that. He did, he did that thing. <laughs> when that doctor told me he had six months to live, I told him, you're alive. Mm. I don't hear nothing else you got to say, so <laughs> we were done. They thought I was crazy. Ma'am, you had, listen, I'm done. I, don't, I was done with him. Um, but God saved him. 
and he used him for things that I'm still finding out today why he used him within those seven years that he saved his life. Wow. He saved him so that he can save other people. Pastor Charles came to me about maybe two years ago and shared with me some things that Jeremiah said to his son. And I was like, wow. Mm. Like, wow. And I had just been struggling with, but God, why? Mm. <laughs> why my baby? Mm. So going through, through that, I wanted to die. When I say I sat in a dark room the day after burying my child and said, I'll just kill myself. But you here now. <laughs> but when I wanted to kill myself, I want to kill you too. Other people. <laughs> too. Not kill you physically, but kill you with my words. Yes. Because there was a lot of people that I let have it. <laughs> that I let have it. But I had to eat that thing because I had to go back. Yeah. In that same dark room where I was, it was quiet. And I want to say that was one of the first times that I heard God speak to me and tell me that I had to get on the phone and say, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I thought I was for real cracking up. <laughs> Not me. Not I'm, me. I am hard. I don't know about you, but I am hard. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the things where, and... I'm being honest and transparent. I cursed God mm -hmm. because I thought that when you said you was going to save him, that was just forever that I would outlive <laughs> my child. Like, you're going to save him forever. So I had to first mend my relationship with God. I had to forgive myself because I had a lot of, it was me. I did it because I didn't walk that straight and narrow path mm. of living for God like I should have. So I thought it was my fault that he died. We, you know, in those times, we know that God didn't punish us. Mm -mm. He doesn't punish us. And I, just like I saw Melissa, I literally saw you blossom. You may not, again, you may not have seen it, but I was there. I heard you <laughs> didn't want nothing to do with God. <laughs> I heard you, you weren't even gonna go inside the funeral that day if it wasn't for Tim. I wasn't going. You wasn't even gonna I go was in. Not going. I was like, okay, we ain't gonna even have a ceremony without you. <laughs> but I literally have seen you be faithful to God first, to be obedient, to do the hard stuff. I got another secular song that I've been listening to this past two weeks. I'm not on a lot of secular songs, but the ones that touch me, I tell you. <laughs> I don't even know. Can you stand the rain? Y'all like, uh, see, it's easy to yeah. stand when the sun's shining. It's true. Well, let the rain stop pouring. It is. Now, God, why you let the rain come? You know, we want to blame him mm -hmm. for everything. But I literally see, so I've seen you walk through hell. Mm -hmm. 
with a smile. I see you back there with those babies and, and, and old kids. You bring life. I mean, I just saw you with Sloan a few minutes ago. It's like you, you they light up. And I didn't, I'm not saying life has been perfect, but I think from that moment of what you got handed, the lemons you got handed, you made some lemonade. It didn't start off sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and I want to brag. I want to brag on you real quick because you may not have even remembered, but it probably, it had to be, it was no more than two weeks after Jeremiah passed. And we were still at the old church. We were still at Lake Highland. And I remember standing down at the altar and you came down and I was thinking, okay, like we, we're going to pray. Like we've done numerous times before. We're going to pray. And you said, I am angry. I am angry with God. And right now I don't want anything to do with him. And I said, oh. <laughs> I remember thinking, this is not the prayer oh, no. that I was looking for. Honest, do you remember that? I remember thinking like, oh no. <laughs> and 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 we had prayed numerous times before, but that particular Sunday, I just remember the Holy Spirit said, look to your left. And I looked, and here here comes Pastor Tim. And he I didn't have to call for him. You were like literally speaking over my shoulder. I am angry and I don't even know why. I don't I am just angry with God. I'm angry. And I remember thinking, like, Lord, don't strike. Lord, don't, don't strike. <laughs> And literally, Pastor Tim comes over and he's like, "Woman of God, how how are you?" And you repeated the same thing. I said, "Oh, she didn't." <laughs> and not to make light of it, but I remember him saying, "And that's okay, because the Lord still loves you, and He's not upset that you're angry and you don't understand." The question is, will you still trust Him? And like Pastor Lachelle said, this isn't gag. You've been walking with Him ever since. Yeah. You've been coming to church, ever serving. Uh, he got up, okay, whatever it is, inside out. And even knowing the hurt that you were walking through, you still said, you know what, and I'm still going to serve him. How many times you done caught me at work? It was more. You was like, I know you at work, but I got, and I'm like, well, let's go. <laughs> and, and let's go. <laughs> and so even in that, I do, I, I hope you never take those moments for granted of feeling like you still hadn't reached the mountaintop. You got there a long time ago. Now, yes, we have continuous more hills and valleys mm -hmm. of just just walking this thing of life out but I, I appreciated your heart even then and I have been using that moment when I've prayed with someone else or a ministry moment where they said you know I'm angry God I don't understand and I'll never forget when Pastor Tim said and he is okay with that yes. and I remember thinking what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like his love for us is like still she just said she don't want nothing to do with him <laughs> He, he, this is the thing, Brandy. We say those things. Yeah, and he knows. And he knows yeah, what's he knows in our heart. But where yeah. Lisa was the next Sunday? At church. <laughs> Man. Man. He was right there. Man. He was, like, he was fine with that. Sitting and didn't miss a beat and, and, and walked out with attitude, came back the next Sunday right there. And because she's been you, yeah, every, ever since. Ever since. And, and he, the thing is, we can't hide nothing from God anyway. He knows, so you might as well go and tell him. If you ain't told him yet, might as well tell him. Uh, because he knows, and he knows exactly what you needed. He knew you were going to be obedient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He knew you weren't going to take your life. Yeah. He knew that your other children needed you. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing, even in the midst of a tragedy, because it was a tragedy for you and your family. Absolutely. It was a tragedy for our, for our church family. Yeah. But even in that, God still had a perfect plan, a, 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 a plan. 
and his promises are still yes, yes and amen, amen for us. Jeremiah is sinning. He said, he, you said, they gave him six months. The Lord said, no, seven years. Mm -hmm. He said, now it's, now it's his time. He's going to come home with me. Do you know? Jeremiah knew who you were, too. You know what I'm saying? He knew who you were. Yes, he's he sitting up there saying, look at my mama. Yeah. Look, I'm telling you. Yeah. He said, Lord, your plan was perfect. Look at my mom's sore. Look at my mom serve those babies. Look at my mom say yes to you and no to other stuff. Mm -hmm. Look at her. You talking about proud? Mm -hmm. You talk because because you know you too. <laughs> he said, you "Look have to at tell her." Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all of us. You so it's okay. <laughs> but he 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 is. He's sitting there, so so very proud of you. And that's because not only I want to make him proud of me. Mm. That was my thing. Like I, yeah. I want to make my baby proud. You said that over and over. Yeah. I, I, I want to make my mantra. baby proud of me. Yeah. And whatever it is that I have to do, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because I got to see, see him, him again. again. Yep. You've said that I for you. got to yeah. see him again. Yeah. yeah. And that's been my purpose. Like my whole mission, I got to see my baby yeah. again. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. will. Mm -hmm. And you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you will. And in the Lord, <laughs> to be absent from the body, absent from the body, to be present with the Lord, He's taking real good care of them. Mm -hmm. I just get this picture. Um, Deborah and Tammy seem to love this um, movie so much, The Shack. <laughs> I cried the first time. I can't cry over and over. I mean, they cry. Christy every, can. And Christy. Every single time. And I'm looking like, you know how you be in a movie, you cry. <laughs> I did it already. Like the first time they got me. <laughs> Look, Deborah, I'm just talking about she about to cry now. <laughs> but that movie, when he gave him a picture of the little girl in the field and um, that she was good, that, I, I'd say, that's Jeremiah. He like, don't worry about me. You do what you got to do down here. Mm -hmm. You live your life just so that others can come to know me because that is why we got to get, it's all about us. It's all about me. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have to, our lives have to be an example so others can come to know who Jesus is or they don't get an opportunity to be with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when we get that in our heart, when we realize what forgiveness, why I need to get, fix me mm -hmm. in this situation, why I need to allow the Holy Spirit to fix me rather, it's for his glory yeah. and it's for others. There's so many people in the world going to hell. They're, they don't, they're going if we don't do something. Yeah. So that's why I wanted this whole season to be about us mm -hmm. so that we can be better us's or me's, be better me's. So I wanted it to be about us so we can be better me's to help people out in that world. Mm -hmm. So, um, I love, that's why I wanted you guys to be here because I know you've been in a place where you've been done. You've been done. And the reason that we wanted you here because we've seen the transformation. You are relatable to so many people. Your stories are relatable that even in the hard times, you let them work on me. 
I was just going to say that when she was speaking, and as you say that, I heard Pastor Sin so many times say, our pain has purpose. Mm -hmm. And at the time of the pain, I was like, mm, mm -mm. what kind of purpose? Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. What kind of purpose um, is there? But as as you go through the process of, of healing and restoration and redemption, and you see the people going through where you were, and you're like, this, all of this mm -hmm. had a purpose because then I can bring the gospel to them. And how do you go through that process? I don't know how people do it without Jesus. Mm. So that's all I can say. I said, this is what God got me through. This is how God re, you know, brought redemption to my life. How, yeah. This is how he brought healing. This is how he helped me forgive. So all of that pain, it just, it has so much more purpose yeah. Yeah. other than like my little four walls. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. There's an old school saying. Well, not at all, but no test, no testimony. Yeah. And even walking in things in my life, and you think about a lot of times, sometimes you want to minister to someone or be able to not necessarily put yourself in their shoes, but to be able to relate, mm -hmm. right? So that you can be able to share the perfect scripture or or the 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 perfect word of encouragement. And and then like you said, you come on the other side of your pain. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you want it, like, Lord, give it to me. But it is so refreshing to have the words and the Holy Spirit will prepare your heart to be able to speak directly to something and mm -hmm. someone receive it. I think sometimes it's harder for people if they don't feel like you walked through something or, or were able to relate. They may listen, but it doesn't have that same effect. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think, thank God for those moments where we are able to relate to someone with with losing a, a, a child and, 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 and divorce and, and whatever areas we've had to walk through because the Lord will use those opportunities and he's going to place them at our feet. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, ladies, for listening in. Can't wait to see you next month. Talk about the topic. I'm a survivor. See you soon.